Wedding Feelers Podcast. Listen to our podcast. The buffet's closed. We're smaller clothes. All right. Hello, everybody. Uh, this is episode four of the Wedding Thinners podcast. Uh, if you're listening once more, thank you ever so much for joining us uh, this evening. Um, we are still without Rich. Uh, Rich is working really, really quite hard um, and uh, he will be joining us um, in the next few. So um, please say a hello to Rich if you're seeing him on the rounds doing his deliveries. He's not a milkman. Is he a milkman? <laughs> I don't think I he love is. the fact that he's not a milkman. Oh, actually, <laughs> is he a milkman? He's just working really hard. And as we said um, in the previous podcast, uh, a lot of musicians and creators have lost uh, a shed ton of money um, because of what's going on. And they're doing all they can to obviously uh, look after their families. So good on you, Rich. And um, we'll see you very soon back in the, in the studio here. Um, joining us this evening, we've got May Kovacova. Yeah, she's there. Say hello. Hello. There she is there. And we have Liam Jackson. Say hi. Ahoy hoy. Ahoy hoy. <laughs> Thank you. Simpsons reference. It's yep. very good. Um, and uh, they're joining us to have a chat. Um, very, very kind of you to join us. Thank you very, very much. Um, May, tell us a tiny, tiny bit about yourself. Uh, why, why are you here? What's your job? What do you do? Um, so I'm a personal trainer. I am Tom's personal trainer. You are so, my personal so trainer. I am your personal trainer. Yeah. It's very close. Um, <laughs> we're very close. Yeah. Um, well, not at the moment. Two meters we're not. apart. Actually, Two right meters right apart. Yeah. We are. Well, actually, we're, we're online now. So and this yeah, is the first time I've apart. seen you since yes. March, I think. I've yeah. just realised that. Mm-hmm. How Hi. are you? <laughs> Sorry. Um, so I'm a, I'm a personal trainer, but uh, I'm slightly different to other PTs because um, once upon a time I was fat. Yeah, we'll, like, come, we'll come to that. We're so come on to that. that's why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> because I was and now I'm not. <laughs> I'm far from it. And Liam. Who are you? What do you do? Hi, I'm Liam and I'm currently fat. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm Liam. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I'm You're the musical musician. talent yeah, for I'm, the evening. I, I, do, I do some music um, and other bits and bobs. Um, yeah, and I have uh, a real problem. <laughs> with with <laughs> keeping my keeping my weight down All right. and not binging. Not binging. Well, let's, should we start there? We can start where. So, like, let's start. Like, I've asked this question um, over the last couple um, of podcasts. So, what's your relationship like with food? And I think that's a really open-ended question for you to go to town on. My, it's it's bad. It's a bad relationship uh, because I love it. Has it always been bad? Yeah, I've always been a horrendous eater of food because I'm a shoveler. So I will eat a plate of food. Uh, you can't. I'm I'm showing you with my hands <laughs> and realising that people can't see that. Um, I'll eat like a big portion of food. If but you I'm... do that again, I'll take a photo. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and we can put, put it on Instagram for reference. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, there you go. That's, that's, the food. that's the food. Got it. Okay, thanks. Um, but I'll eat that in two minutes. And so I haven't given myself time to fill up. So I'll then have the exact same plate mm. again. Yeah. Um, and I'll do that. You know, lunchtime will be, I'll have two sandwiches, um, bag of crisps. Um, don't Has eat, that always don't been eat breakfast. the case? Like, uh, like, like, like going back to, I don't know, how old are you now? 30, 34. 34. So has it always been the case since like being younger? And Yeah, I've always had a healthy appetite. Right. Um, but I was, I was a really, I was a skinny kid up until about 12 and then just exploded outwards. Um, and then my, my weight has gone up and down um, through the years, like up to, up to college years like 16 17 i was really big university i got a lot slimmer but that's because i mainly drank and didn't eat because <laughs> you know why was i going to spend my money on food when i yeah. could spend it on getting pissed um and then came out of uh university and went straight into bar work so at that point then especially when i moved to france i was just drinking all the time i'd eat once a day if that but other than that, it was just booze mm. permanently, um, which ridiculously kept the weight off. Mm. Um, but then when I came back from France, it just, oh, just I suppose exploded. if you were, like, it sounds like you were pretty hectic and busy out in France doing your job. Um, yeah, Is kind it hosp- of. Hospitality out there, wasn't it? Yeah, I was I was uh, working in a, in a bar and it was, you know, it was busy. And so, so you, you had that, you'd be you're running around all feet. the time, mm. you know. Um, but, and younger as well. And younger, yeah. and I didn't have 
children or, you know, I didn't have, I had a flat on my own. I rented with a pal. You know, I didn't have money worries because all I had to do was pay my bills and then the rest of it, I could, you know, spunk up the wall on, on boobs basically anywhere else. Technical um, term, uh, spunk up the wall. Yes, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll put that in the, in the notes. <laughs> uh, well, that actually means there is no physical spunk um, up the wall. Um, not a beach sounds wow. anyway. We, 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 that was that, well, that, we just have wow. to make that disclaimer. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in the legal just, notes. Just to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so then, but then when I moved back to the UK, um, I still went back into bars, but for some reason, uh, the weight just. Come up. And then, yeah, and then. Did, did you just, think that you were less busy or. Yeah, definitely. It... Yeah, no. I moved, going from there to the, the bars there every night were was mm. packed to the rafters. Uh, and you came over here, and it, even your typical Friday, Saturday nights were just nowhere near as busy. Mm. See, that's not what you see in the news, is it? No, no it's not. <laughs> well, especially not now. No, um, not right now. But yeah, so no, it was definitely not as busy. And I think I, I, I became lazier. When I was living in France, I lived in the town centre, so I had to walk everywhere. Yeah. And coming back here, it was a case of, I'll just drive everywhere. Mm. See, when I first met you, um, you were running a bar in Gravesend, um, mid late. Yep. Fantastic pub it was as well. Pub, bar, pub, pub. Sure. It was wicked. And um, I would say, because I had this chat with you just outside when I saw you. I mean, I haven't seen you either since probably before March, to be honest. Um, but like you definitely look different. Um, not necessarily because you're wearing a different shirt or anything like that. Like, this is probably the like, same shirt. Yeah, um, <laughs> maybe. You are a fan of Czech. I love a um, Czech shirt. Yes. Uh, but I, I, I think I can recognise the difference within you. Uh, or not within you. Well, <laughs> on the exterior, at least. Um, and I can't, what, what I wanted to say to you this evening is that you probably are not aware of this, but there was a conversation that we had many, many years ago, definitely at the start of me doing a lot of what I'm doing now. And it kind of... Um, forms the idea of it's important to talk to people because actually I had a conversation with you we were, I think I was I don't know that was I was picking something up from Dave's house Dave Irving wonderful wonderful man wonderful human we were outside waiting for something maybe for Dave to arrive and uh, I was talking to you about what I was doing and um with my sort of like my 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 eating with my exercise and stuff like that and I was also I, I mentioned one or two struggles which at the time I kind of had to blur out because I was sort of going through that process of never really wanted to talk about it yeah and what was really um, amazing to hear from you was you saying something along the lines of, well, yeah, that's what I do, or that this happens. So you may not have been aware of that, but actually there have been a series of conversations I've had with friends where something they've said has triggered me going, oh, wow, okay, I'm not alone here. Um, and that's really the premise behind the whole podcast is to sort of open that chat, you know, normalise it. I, I so Thank you, by well, the way. Mate, you're more than welcome. <laughs> I didn't didn't realise. I think there's there comes a point where you do your the honesty in you uh, just happens. Um, I kept it. I kept my my the mental side of it to myself for so long um, that in the end, I'd uh, and this was th th there was that on top of other you know issues uh, yeah. going on, and in the end, uh, it just all came out of me in what like a slurry uh, and um you know i ended up counseling and everything for it yeah um because things all wind back to the, to one point to to a point this all starts yeah. from somewhere yeah. uh for me it was it was bullying as a kid mm. um and that's just branched out um so what were the thing? What was, was it to do with your? Yeah, your it was to do with my weight. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It was all. It, you know, I was, I was. You know, uh, all the time I was the skinny. I was a skinny kid. Uh, you know, I was blonde hair, skinny. And that's what they were saying to you. No, no, oh, no. Okay. At that point, I was left alone. But uh -huh. as soon as I started to get a bit chubby, and then it was, and and then it was fat boy, and and it just got worse. It got worse. So and how worse did that make you? Worse. Like, what, what do you think? What did that make you do then? Try and pick pick a moment when you might have been called something, and what what happened? What did it make you I, think? I didn't I didn't do anything. I, I literally just let it happen. Did you sort of think that it it, it sort of made you resign to the fact that well this is, yeah, yeah I kind of just me. went yeah well I am you get you get told something often enough you believe you it. believe, you believe it. it you know and yeah. I think I just resigned myself to the fact that I'm always going to be the fat kid so. Yeah. Um, I kind of played to that, you know. You go out with your mates, and you knew that you were you knew that you were the one that was going to be in the background while they were all talking to girls. Yeah, you know, you you became that. That became your persona. Mm. Yeah. You became that person. And I think the 
I, I, I but at that point I became e- extremely extrovert. So I became I was the it loudest person in the room, and I was always trying to be the funniest See, person in the room to try and compensate. Yeah, you find for that. that, yeah, you find that a lot of the time. I mean, even between my clients and friends and everyone that I've ever spoken to is. When, I mean, me being exactly the same, you know, you, you become invisible because you're just a, you know, you're just a fat friend. That That's who you become. And um, you find that you genuinely, your personality becomes larger than life because you need to be seen somehow. Mm. And that's, that, that's a lot of the time there's, you know, like you said, it all stems down to something a lot deeper than food. Mm. Food is the, the coping mechanism, but yeah. 90% of the time, the issues that, are, that actually started that problem are so much deeper that a lot of the time people don't actually get there in the first place and they genuinely think that the problem is just food when really they actually need to dig a hell of a lot deeper. But until they open that conversation, which is what, what exactly what we're doing, until you actually open that up, then a lot of the time people don't even get there. Yeah, and that's why I think this is such a wonderful idea. Mm. This the idea of this podcast because it is such a taboo. Um, even 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 still now, even though the mental health aspect of of life now is starting to become normal, a normal, it, it's it's normalizing. Yeah, it's still not, and you no. still There's feel still that if I, yeah, if I'm honest, if I'm too honest. Mm. I'm gonna be judged. Do you know I th- what? It's, it's. I don't think it's even the fact that you're judged. I think a lot of the time people don't like admitting that they need help. Mm. So the second you admit that, you're seen as weak and someone who just mm. needs to grow a pair mm. and just mm. walk it off. Yeah. Well, with regards Man to this, with, 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 with the slimming up. world yeah. thing, I, I've, I've been doing been doing slimming world, and with that, um, Michelle, who was our guest on the last episode, she was saying um, that you know that walking through the door is your acceptance that you've 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 not failed, but there's something wrong. You know, and that is an incredibly mm. difficult sort of, I don't know, step to take. Do you know what? The, the That's the hardest bit. And it was the same meeting the you. Yeah. You know, it was the same going and starting my boxing with yeah. Elliot. Like, it was exactly the same. Um, and I think whilst, you know, there is an element of uh, we want to discuss weight within these podcasts, of course, and losing weight and health and fitness, I think actually the general mental health of anybody is just not something that's covered. And, uh, you know, um, I think it's so important just to talk be yeah. nice and like be sensible to each other. And as, as you know, said, that's where it starts. Yeah, it absolutely. starts. Uh, uh, you know, um, I I I remember I remember hitting the deck. I remember really, you know, getting uh, when and that's when I the, the first thing I did was uh, I phoned Mind, and and the first thing I did was, was counselling. Yeah. Um, and was this recent? Um, don't, you don't have to go into no, detail, no, but... mate. This is what it's about. It's honestly. Yeah. Um, so I've had two breakdowns um one very recently as in the last eight weeks um and one was um i had a, a particularly rough time about four years ago yeah i know, I know. um yeah and that that really that really sort of um that really pushed me through the ground yeah but the bullying aspect of it didn't actually come up until the last eight weeks right that's when that the guy that I'm working with is incredible. That's good. And he just tapped into it. And it was almost like as soon as the first time he saw me, he knew what it was. Yeah. And he just he pricked it with a pin and it just exploded. Um, but I've been able to do so much work with it. Yeah. Um, it's just a shame that it's been during lockdown. And, you know, at that point, I think it, you know, I, I, I potentially in this situation, I'm the only one, but I became incredibly lazy. Um, I was, you know... It, Due to the job I was doing at the time, I was sat sat down all day, mm. and then I was I'd walk down the stairs and I'd sit down on the sofa, and that <laughs> was the transition I made mm. every day, yeah. you know, and made excuses. I'll go out for a bike ride tomorrow. I'll pick up the weights tomorrow. And you're not and, alone there, though. <laughs> you know, there are, and and not not to say you need to hear that necessarily, but there are, you know, we we are in a in a current climate where well we, we've never dealt with anything like this before, so. I think it's perfectly acceptable and understandable to be sitting there and be thinking, oh, you know, mm. shit. And easy to remedy. Totally easy because you've done it before. And yes. like, that leads me to, you know, how did you start? Because I know that you've been on a real, there was a real push, you know, and I was seeing regular posts and you were like, you were showing the weight coming off. I even bumped into you, I think, on the way to the gym yeah. when I just left from my boxing yep. session. And, you know, you, you were doing all the right things. So is it purely lockdown that's kind of the brakes have, uh, have halted it? Yeah, so I, uh, yes, and the, and the job I was doing at the time. Yeah. Um, so um, I started, basically, it, it was January, 
January 15th, two years ago, I had gone round to a mate and I got on a proper bender. Like a real, like started at five o'clock in the afternoon, was still drinking at six o'clock in the morning to the point where I had to get my wife to come pick me up. Right. And because I had to leave the car there. I was absolutely gattered. And when I woke up that afternoon, evening, something in me went, this has got to change. This has got to stop. So the next day I went out for a run and I ran for 15 minutes, probably covered half a kilometre, you know, but I'd done it. So then I started doing that more frequently. Um, and Dave Irvin, yeah. I had seen me doing the running and he went, do you want to come to bulks with me? Yeah. And I'll help you. We'll do some weights and we'll, um, and I've never felt more accepted in some uh, gyms have always been a big, there's a big stigma yeah. around gyms. And I, there's, there's a reason my point gets proved kind of in this story. So I went to bulks with Dave, um, but then I fell on, a, a, we fell on a bit of sort of monetary hard times. I couldn't afford to go there anymore. So I started to go to NRG, which was the worst thing I've ever done <laughs> in my life. We have to be careful what we say here. But... Sorry, take that back. Um, I went to, uh, 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 yeah. and it was the worst thing I've ever done in my life. And not because of the staff or anything like that. It right. was the, the gym was the gym was nice, it was lovely equipment. Um, but I went in one day, and I at this point I was I'd feeling really good about myself. I'd been going to the gym for about six months. I was, you know, I was feeling good. Pumped. You know, I was oh, oh, that's exactly it. You know, and uh, and I thought, you know, I'm lifting loads. And there was these two jacked up idiots in there who, as I was lifting, just started laughing and pointing at me. Yeah. And I put the equipment down. I left. Oh, yeah, that's not good. And I, f I phoned my mum. This is, okay, here we go. It's all out. Uh, I phoned my mum and I, I just broke down. Just broke down. And I went, I'm trying to do something to help mm. myself. And mm. I've just been driven into the ground. Um, and she went, I'm going to front you uh, your first couple of months. Uh, at bulks until you, you got yourself sorted and I went back there and I, I went back sort of a, a bit tail between the legs walked in immediately as I walked in greeted with a smile everything if I was doing something wrong someone whether it was a staff member or a client in there would come and be like mate try doing it this way because what you're doing, yeah. you know, you're going to hurt yourself. So yeah. try it. And I've never felt more comfortable that's somewhere. Great. Is, I mean, my experience of boxers, well, that's where I started doing my boxing with Elliot. And I also went in with that same mindset. Of, I love that gym. It's that's great. My gym. I, I know, but I went, I went in, I went <laughs> we in feeling box, the same. Bolts like the sponsored by bolts. I mean, it's, it's quite funny because, you know, when we got here to, tonight, obviously I didn't know that Liam was Liam because I was just training. I came in just to do my cardio at Bogs, random day. I jump on next to this dude who's doing his cardio and I just started to chat to him and voila, yeah, here's he Liam. To you tonight, yeah. <laughs> but that, totally that's how, random. That's how that gym works though. It yeah. is. It's yeah. such it a good, good environment and it it's so, so supportive and it's literally like everyone just goes in there for one simple reason, to do their thing yeah. and help each other out. It We're was, all it, in it, the same boat. It was instrumental for me when I was starting out because of the fact that I'm, I think, is his name Pip? Pip, yep. yeah. Yeah, now Pip, um, <laughs> I, you know, he, Pip. But, but he, <laughs> we, we he all was, know right now. <laughs> he was, he was actually, again, he probably doesn't know this, but I would go in every week not really thinking I was making any progress at all, despite the fact that I probably was and the fact that I was going was progress alone. I don't know, don't know how many, I'm maybe been there two or three months and I remember walking in one, one morning or afternoon, whatever it was, and he's like, oh, Tom, how are you doing? I was like, yeah, I'm fine, thank you. He's like, you've lost weight. You, you're looking good. You're looking much better. And that was like real like, tick, yes. Finally, yep. somebody notices other than the people that I felt at the time needed just to say those the things. Thing is, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> the problem. Like, yeah. when, when you're in that situation, it's so hard to like get that out of your head yeah. that people around you are just saying it just to be nice. Yeah. Yeah. So when it comes for a complete stranger or, you know, like, it has um, a purpose. Um, it a bit, has a, a real, there. it really hits home because it's kind of like this person doesn't have to be nice to me and they yeah. have no reason whatsoever to lie. Oh. So I must be doing something right. I remember right. thinking that, and I think I probably said that to you um, when, when, I, when I first started with you, like there's so many occasions and I, I did say this to you and to Elliot, like, like, you know, I kind of, I feel like you have to say this because, you know, 
you're no, my PT. I don't. <laughs> but then, <laughs> no, but then I, I don't. very quick, I quickly established uh, the fact that you, of all people, will just say it as it is me. So yeah, I'm not, um, I'm not a bakery. I don't, I don't no, sugarcoat shit. No. Well, <laughs> hey. um, I like that. Taking that one. That... <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. I, um, oh sorry. No, I was I, just going to say I don't accept it still now. Mm. I well, still the, don't the no, I still won't have it. You did throw it back in my face uh, within seconds of me giving it to you in the car. And, uh, like. But that's exactly what I do. I went <laughs> uh, the other day. I looked at myself in the mirror, and I went, and my t-shirt felt a little bit slimmer. And I went to my wife. I think I've lost weight. She went, I think you have too. And I went, no. See, I th- immediately. I think, <laughs> do you know what the <laughs> problem is? It's it's everybody else. Like I have this conversation with pretty much every single client and every single person in my life. It doesn't matter what anybody else says. It's that that voice in your head Mm. that literally says no. And it takes a really, really long time to actually accept it and actually just, you know, get get that voice and shove it in the back of your head and go, go away. I am looking good and I've worked. It's it's conditioning. You've conditioned yourself to to feel that way. So now you've got to... Well, you've got to retrain your brain. Yeah, for what and I've like, been doing for 20 years. And like you're sitting there saying that my T-shirt, like your T-shirt, sorry, not mine, um, your T-shirt feels better on, that is a success. You know, that is the success. It's still and it's, a step it, towards it, it, physically accepting it. might be small, it. but it is definitely something yeah. to accept. Yeah, I think, I think uh, you know, it's it's one of those struggles that I'm going to I'm gonna have until I don't have it. If that, I don't, that, that makes no sense, Mate, but I know without what I being, mean. intending to, to sort of knock your back, I don't think you'll ever go. It doesn't. Yeah, but that's the not. whole idea of conditioning it and, and knowing that the little mechanisms that you have to cope with it. This is certainly how I'm feeling about it mm. for me personally. Mm. I almost feel like I need to, I almost feel like I need a book. And when I'm feeling like that, I just open the book and random page it might say, you're looking great today because that T-shirt you're wearing is actually, you know, three sizes smaller than it normally is. Or open the next page, the trousers you're wearing, you know, the belt you've had to do several other, you know, several other notches on. So like it's seeing those those little little tidbits of awesomeness yeah do you know um, it's really funny you're saying about a book but when you know we'll, we'll get to that but i actually wrote out like posted notes and i genuinely had them like placed around my mirror so every morning when i was standing there washing my face doing my hair getting ready to go to work i would physically read them out loud mm. it's literally like you're, you're, it's do you know what it's a mantra it yeah. genuinely yeah. is and you're re- you're just reading them out loud and you're just bashing it into your own head until one day something just goes yeah. And it may and it stays in there, and it takes you know it takes a long time. But you know if you do that to yourself like every day on day to day basis, one day it it's will actually. Yeah, hit. I think you know you just go through so I'm gonna check something, but I, you go through so long of self deprecation mm. that it's it's really hard to snap out of it. Now if I've still got this right, I have. So my <laughs> this is how bad self deprecation goes in my life. If you look at my seven fifty five alarm, I'm dreading this. It says. I'm, I'm going to say it out loud. It says, get up, you fat fuck. Wow. Yeah. On, on my own phone, written by me. <laughs> um, I'm not laughing at you. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> but you, I, I, listening now and reading that, I'm like, that is utterly ridiculous. Why have I got that on there? But it did get me up. It did. It got me out of bed and made me do what I was going to do. It's it's almost like I'm fighting with my phone going, no, I'm not that guy. There is an element of blurring the lines between, because that's, there is an element of your humour coming out there yeah, as well. I was, yeah, I was just yeah. going to so say, like, So we mustn't ignore that. Yeah. You know, that is your your sense of humour. You are very dark in some of your sense uh, of humour. Yeah, yeah, I'm horrendous. And that is, you know, that could be considered that. But equally, I do understand the fact that actually there is possibly, buried very, very deep within, you know, that's obviously a feeling that there's, you've got about yourself. There's a truth yourself. in it. There's yeah, a truth absolutely. in it. You know, all dark, anyone has got a dark humour. Is it, it's, it comes from somewhere. Yeah, you don't just get born with it. Like any kind of insecurity, you do yeah. tend to try and turn it into... A something something funny yeah. because people will find that funny even yeah. though you know in the back of your head you full well know it ain't funny because you're saying that about yourself I, I, I just want to move over to May yeah. um, if I can now because Liam very kindly shared your journey so far and it's still obviously an ongoing thing and you know um, and, and, and I know you're going to be working really hard at that and I know you'll, you'll do fucking wicked at it mate so don't give up at all because um, I'll tell you off <laughs> um, I'll do teacher face um, May can you just I mean May's May's story was kind of like because I was training with Elliot, I was boxing with Elliot, and uh, I was like, hey, Elliot, and I was surprised myself by saying this. I said, I kind of want to take it to the next level. Uh, and he said, Well, look, you know, we're just friends. And I was like, Well, no, 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 seriously, that, that's not what I'm after, Elliot. I, I, I wanted to, <laughs> I want to take it to the next level with regards to my training. <clears throat> and so I was like, I'm really, I'm liking the idea in combination with boxing of doing weights. Now, there was a part of me that wanted to do weights because I wanted to hit harder, 
to potentially knock Elliot over, which is actually pretty much impossible. Done it once. Though. I was going to say, I have I done s- it once. And that that everybody in the gym heard it. It was amazing. Oh. Um, <laughs> he, he's just, just a solid <laughs> core of a man. He is a solid core. And no, he's the quickest thing. But, but he did actually like yeah. bash him in the head. Like he actually <laughs> caught him. Like I wish there was CCTV that I could literally just play that on loop. I think I might have really <laughs> shouted, stay down, bitch, as well. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Which and this Absolutely this shows you brilliant. the this shows you the relationship uh, that I'm so <laughs> pleased that uh, is exists because mm. it makes my my training so fun and so enjoyable. So <laughs> I thank uh, Elliot for that. Um, but one of the things when Elliot was talking to me about the next step, I was like, "Wait," he said, "Well, listen, the person you need to see is May." I was like, "Okay," and I I'd, I'd heard of you. I think I think I would you know we were following each other on Instagram or mm, something. Mm-hmm. But I'd never I'd bumped into you maybe every now and then if I'd gone down to. Um, the clinic and he said well look this is her loose story and you know she's lost an awful lot of weight and he th- he said, i think she'll be great for you and when i was sort of hearing more about your your journey journey journey, journey, journey. um journey. it made me think well actually here <laughs> is somebody who rather than it just being a pt that looks really pretty and whose muscles are bulging and flexing at me you know uh, no i'm not referring to you here i'm actually not talking about <laughs> you mate i'm talking about what you would really consider your archetypal uh, you know pt or certainly that the, was the, 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 the vision guys in my that head. were, you know, at yeah. NRG, those. So yes. that yes. bothered me. I yeah. didn't want somebody like that. And actually I thought if anybody's going to get what I'm going through or what I'm trying to achieve, it's going to be May. So just tell us a little bit. You've lost like eight and a half stone. Yeah. Um, just where were you? How, like, as in, where did you start? So um, this is like back to 2012 when I was genuinely at my biggest, my heaviest. So I was just over 104 kilos. So just over 16 stone at five foot two. It don't look pretty because <laughs> it's only that way, not, mm. not, not that way. So, um, yeah, um, I was, I was working as a chef. So my hours were all over the gaff. I was just eating the wrong things. I was highly caffeinated, just eating the wrong things at the wrong time. And to be fair at that point, I genuinely didn't even think I was that big. Uh, you know, whenever I think of myself back then, I genuinely didn't think I was that big. And I yeah. think a lot of the time people don't realize that until I like smacks them in the face or like, you know, pictures because they just suck. Mm. Um, but basically, you know, I went through a massive breakup. Um, you know, don't hold grudges. If, you know, the guy didn't get the award for an asshole of the year, I wouldn't be here. So well done. <laughs> but on the other hand, um, so 2012, I started to lose weight. The first year was sort of like okay, let me let me try and do something. So it was something as simple as, you know, not getting the bus and just walking to work because I left my chefing job and I went into working in an office. And um, I went to Cascades. So, you know, commercial leisure center, really pretty. There's me on all the cardio machines thinking that it's just going to make me into a Twiggy. And then, you know, two months down the line, nothing has changed. I had a meltdown, complete and utter meltdown. And it took my, at the time, best friend's other half, who basically just, you know, sat me down and just went, you know, what the hell is going on? Yeah. So I stopped going to Cascades because I didn't see the point because I had that moment of walking in and everybody just stared because, hey, here comes the fat girl. So it made me feel like utter crap. So I just gave up. So instead, I started to train at home, literally following a, a YouTube video, hyperventilating in a pool of um, of my own sweat on the floor every day. But I stuck to it, right? And slowly, the weight started to drop off, really, really slowly. And then eventually, I started to, you know, look into more my nutrition, just basic things. And then one day, he took me down to bulks and dun dun dun, showed me how to use a few machines. And then literally, the rest is history. The rest is history. Mm-hmm. You know, and you've I, done you've done competitions as well, like. When we were discussing this earlier, um, you were saying to me that you know you'd kind of got to the end of your fat loss journey, yep. and you wanted to uh, you wanted to you know verify that with right. You went to a yeah. f- is it a physique competition? Yeah, it was. So that was actually quite a funny thing because I I sort of got interested in it because the guys at the gym at Bulks were like, you know, you're here six seven days a week, like you should do something with that. You know, you've got a great body. Why don't you do it? And me and my best mate actually went to Turkey and we bumped into this old school bodybuilder and literally spent the whole holiday with him. And all we were doing was talking about me doing a comp. So when I came back, you know, I decided, do you know what? Why not? Went to watch one of the shows, found a coach. um, And literally within six months, I was standing on stage with the same girls that I was watching like six months before that. This is a European thing And this is, so the show is a European show. So it's literally like, it is pretty big. And I came in top 10. Now, bearing in mind, I'm, I was standing on this stage with these women who have been in the industry for 10, 15 years. 
and I fitted in and I was like, yeah, yeah, this is it. This is me right there. So it was literally like the end of my fat loss journey and the beginning of my fitness journey where I thought, now I'm just doing it for me. I just want to see how far I can push this. And then within a year of that, you know, not even a year, less than a year, you know, I got friendly with Elliot. Not that friendly, but friendly. <laughs> and um, I don't know if we kept a key. <laughs> you have to keep saying, oh, well, it's a podcast. And nobody can see your body language. So that's probably exactly. why, isn't it? No. So um, <laughs> me and Elliot have known of each other for years and years and years. I mean, we had the, the similar friends at school and, um, yeah, and he basically just went, you know, like, you, you should do something. You you should really be a PT because you can really show people that, you know, if you can do it, like, yeah. anyone can literally it's do very, it. It's very inspirational. And, like, and it continues to be. And I kind of, like, well, for like, those moments where I'm a bit like, oh, I do think, well, actually, I know that I'm with someone that knows exactly what they're talking about, despite me disagreeing with um, how many reps you've counted sometimes. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's by the by. Um, Accidentally and, uh, on That seems to be a, a recurring theme. <laughs> yeah. She's like, seven. I'm like, yeah, I've done nine, May. Come on, for goodness sake. Because um, I didn't like the other one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Um, so for you, when you were at your heaviest, food was just, I suppose it seems like because your job was so crazy you were just chucking it down you know do you know what it wasn't just that like i love food ah. like i love food people sometimes when people meet me they literally think that i absolutely love eating sweet potato dry chicken and broccoli i really really don't like <laughs> i love donuts and pizza just as much as anyone else so whenever i say that you know like fat may is still on the inside she truly <laughs> is she's just very much under control yeah um so, no, it wasn't just that. I mean, when you're cooking all day, and I mean literally all day, from like 6 o'clock in the morning till 2 o'clock in the morning the next day, you know, you, you pick and you pick all day. So there's yeah. no actual routine or anything solid. You're just constantly eating. And then if I do finish early, I was coming home and I would get off in Gravesend. I would walk past McDonald's. I would pick up like a Big Mac meal with like 20 nuggets. Which is and ironic because you were a chef. Yeah, yeah so but the like, thing is, the last thing you want to do when you come home, home is cook. cook. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I would come home and I would have that. And because I'm still buzzing, because I've been at work for like the, the last 10 hours, yeah. I would then order like a full-blown Indian and I would have that to myself. And then, you know, just the fact that my tea had like half a cup of full-fat milk and six sugars is just gross. I mean, that alone is gross. Oh. I know, stop looking at me like that, okay? <laughs> just I for like clarity, sugar. both Liam and I have just done that face. Oh. It was the six sugars. It's just pointless. <laughs> yeah, well, just and the milk half and a sugar. cup of full fat milk? <laughs> just have milk and no. sugar. But basically, it was, it was a case of like, would you like some tea in your, yeah. in your, in your sugared <laughs> milk? Like so, and you know, I'm laughing at it now, but yeah. literally when, it was actually my other half at the time, you know, he literally turned around to me and was like, how can you drink like a tea with six sugars? And he, whenever he made me a cup of tea, he would put in like one teaspoon less and then less. And then I would literally turn around. And I was like, that's got four sugars, not six. And I would literally just throw it down the sink and make myself another one, which is gross. So because it, it was the things that I did on the day to day basis, it yeah. wasn't just like for the next three years, I just decided to binge eat whatever I can get my hands on. It was a fact of. I was not eating the right stuff. I was yeah. eating at the wrong times. Yeah. And at that point, your stomach expands so much and you're so used to eating so late at night that you just pile on the weight. But like I said, I didn't see it. Mm. I honestly, sometimes I even look at the pictures that I had and I still can't believe that I genuinely did, was that big. Did you ever, like, like I mean, because certainly what I've done and I, you, you've said you've been doing as well, did you ever speak to people? Like once the realisation was there and perhaps those struggles might have existed that I've gone through and Liam's gone through as well. Were, um, you, were you verbalising that or did you keep it quite in, inside yourself? And like, if you kept it in, how did that affect you? you um, think, like? Honestly, um, for years, like the first sort of like 2011 to like 2013, like I knew I was fat. I knew that like, you know, going into a shop and picking up, you know, size 20 clothes was not ideal for me. That yeah. I was embarrassed that I would wear like big baggy clothes and try and hide myself. But not necessarily I about, did all of that. Not necessarily about you being, you know, fat, but in terms of like the the sort of going home, having the McDonald's and then having mm. the curry and those things. Do you know what? To me, that was normal. Like I genuinely didn't think twice about it. All right, okay. There was no realisation that I was doing something extremely wrong because yeah. in my head was like, I've just done a 10 hour shift. I'm knackered and, and I don't want to cook and I'm hungry and yeah. I want to eat. I, I completely get that because coming out of, you're coming out of bars, you, you know, you fin we'd finished 12 to 12, mm. 2 o'clock in the morning 
and all that's open is a, is a McDonald's or a yeah. kebab shop. Yeah, yeah. And when you get in, even beans on toast is an effort to cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so you do. You go, oh, to be honest, I've, I haven't really eaten today, so five euros and a kebab ain't going to do me yeah. any issue. Yeah, yeah but then so by that's that, the thing. I eat it. But at that point, and you start adding into that and yeah. more and more, and if you're doing that once a day, twice a day, then, you know, lunch turns into McDonald's and mm. then dinner ends up mm-hmm. a, a large stuffed crust pizza. Yeah, on day to day basis, there's the routine. And it just, again, it becomes a habit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without that word, realizing that, yeah. that word crops up all the time mm. um, and it's unbelievable and I think actually Liam, with the with the jobs that we do you know obviously with gigging you know you've moved from a bar and working in that career and in that industry if you like to another industry where you're going to be working late nights and the sort obviously the uh, the likelihood is when you're leaving, you're going to be hungry because you may not have had the chance to pick up any food. If there is food there, it tends to be the beige buffet, yeah, uh, and and or you know a hog roast. You're probably sick to death of hog roast, not the band, of never course. the band. Shameless plug. <laughs> uh, Liam is in a band called Hog Roast, and you can't be sick to death of them. But um, but just purely the fact that you know you're going to be driving home late, you're probably going to stop for fuel or for a, you know for a waz, and you're going to probably pick up. Two of these, two of those, two of that, just to get you home. The the trick, the the, the one I fell into um, was thinking, driving home, oh, no, I've eaten, you know, I might have had a pasty on the way up and a sausage roll, so I'll get myself a chicken salad sandwich because that has ah. got salad in it. Ah. And then... That's the he- my go-to the sandwich. Yeah. The healthy section. <laughs> but there's nothing healthy about it. No. <laughs> well, the chicken, it but there's probably not nice chicken. Even I then, it's probably... that's processed chicken, which yeah. isn't actually chicken. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah <laughs> it's, it's actually... Yeah, we won't go there. No. We can... <laughs> that's really um, interesting to hear because that's let, let, uh, that's my... In my mind, when I, when I do have... Back then, when I was buying a sandwich, it was chicken salad. Uh, you know, I was buying maybe two of those. You know, one for the way up, one for the way back. Two bags of crisps, one for the way up, one for the back. Oh, two chocolate bars, one for the way up, one for the way back, and yeah, you know, packet of fruit pastels because yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, That's you're, the other one. Yeah, we, can we say that brand? It's a well-known energy, energy drink, drink that Liam is currently showing me. So that's for, my for biggest addiction. Up, is it still now? Is it? Yeah. But would you say that it's because of the sugar content or because of the caffeine content? It's because of the taste. I love it. Just yeah. the taste. It's the taste. It does not. I can. There I can is drink another that brand which has long. bigger cans and they, they they have less calories and less mm. sugar. Is that the <laughs> Gur one? They're mm. quite prominent around Halloween. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, the gur. Yeah, gur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like it. Tastes tastes awful. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, that's the only one I like. I don't touch this stuff. Yeah. Um, I used to live off of that. I literally, when I was working as a chef, I wouldn't, like, you would never see me with that size. I mean, bigger is always better. <laughs> but. Tom's got to take a photo now. <laughs> so, that, so we can show people what we're talking about. This. You can point to it if you want, Liam. There we go. That. Okay, I'll put that up on the screen. Um, so I would find the litre cans and I would quite easily consume, like, four of those in mm. a day. Quaff. On Quaff top, it down. On top of black coffee, which is what I am still addicted to now. And I genuinely cannot function properly without it. See that that, was um, like that doesn't have any. That doesn't give me any sort of buzz anymore. I can mm. have three or four of those, and it's oh nothing. no no no. I'm the same. I genuinely live off about sixteen, seventeen cups of coffee a day. Yeah, Man, that's... I can have like a triple espresso before bed. It explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is my energy there. No, you, no, to... no, it really explains a lot. I just go to pre-workout now. So if I need to hit, I have that in... as well. So I'll be, I'll be drinking this, and then I'll have a pre-workout, and then I'll train, and then I'll. I mean, your arm must be now? doing like, the clappers all no. day. No wonder you no, keep really your weight not. off. You're just it's running really around not. in circles. <laughs> well, listen, we are. I, I think, I think we're going to get to a point now where it would be really amazing, Liam, if you wouldn't mind playing a piece of music for us um would that be cool yeah, yeah i don't know what to no that's do, all right though. um so w- well w- <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> normally at this point i'd say yeah liam's gonna play a piece of music and normally p- people wouldn't go well i don't know what i'm gonna do because normally what we do is we'd stop the take and then <laughs> and then we'd set everything up and then we'd go back in we'd punch in as if it was all seamless so um we'll keep it going just for the, the fact we are now going to stop and now we're back. Uh, the the power of editing, uh, well, not editing, but uh, you know that that was all meant to happen. It was all planned, wasn't it, Liam? Yeah, absolutely. All planned. Yeah, yeah we knew exactly uh, what we were doing. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, the the wonderfully talented and very handsome Mr. Liam Jackson is going to play for us. Could you just tell us what you're going to perform for us, mate? Yeah, I'm a, I, I, because I've not been put on the spot. Um, I've gone back to. I've, I'm going to play a, a song I've been doing for years. It's uh, by a band called Lifehouse. It's called You and Me.
What day is it? And in what month this clock never seems so alive? I can't give up. I can't back down. I've been losing so much time. Cause it's you and me and all other people with nothing to do and nothing to prove. But it's you and me and all other people and I don't know why I can't keep my eyes off of you. All of the things that I want to say, they just aren't coming out right. Stripping on words, got my head spinning, I don't know where to go from here. Cause it's you and me, all other people with nothing to do and nothing to prove but it's you and me and all other people and I don't know why I can't keep my eyes off of you There's something about you now I can't quite figure out Everything she does is beautiful Everything she does is right You, me, all other people with nothing to do Nothing to prove But it's you and me And all other people And I don't know why I can't keep my eyes off of you and me And all other people With nothing to do And nothing to prove But it's you and me all other people and I don't know why I can't keep my eyes off of you What day is it and in what month this clock never seems so alive Amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, Liam so much, man. Beautifully wow. done. Thank you ever so much. You're more than welcome. So, Liam, um, you, you're a, a wonderful musician. Thank you ever so much for sharing it. And I, I think oh, sharing <laughs> your talent with us. That um, was just beautiful. It was great. And I'm pretty sure I've sung it at a wedding before. I can't, I'm just hearing it today. I was like, oh, I've done this once before. So, obviously, a popular tune for the brides and the groom. First, first heard it at SeaWorld. Oh. Shamu was dancing to it. Wow. Yeah. Is that real? That's, that's a true story, yeah. <laughs> there was a show in the nighttime called Shamu Rocks and the trainer was dancing in the water with the whale and that song was on it. I fell in love with it. So, that's uh, really depressing. That poor whale. Oh. Anyway, we won't get into that. That's another podcast for yeah, another time. That, that's yeah, that's a different story. And ironically, a podcast. <laughs> hey. yeah. um, so we're going to wrap things up now um, and we might have another track from Liam just as at the end. Um, don't say anything. <laughs> don't say, I haven't prepared um, but we, we'll probably have another track at the end. I'm telling him that rather than asking, actually. Uh, but just um, just as we are wrapping up, and, and th thank you both very much for speaking so candidly and honestly, because as I keep saying, that's the most important part of what we're trying to do here and what we're trying to achieve. Um, so, Liam, what I'd like to sort of ask you is, is imagine that you're seeing you at the start of your weight loss like journey and that, that sort of... that. Thank you. You know the score. Um <laughs> Uh, like what journeys. what would you say we could do it as a trio and it would sound <laughs> wicked so we'll try that when I next say journey. journey journey that's great what would you be saying to yourself um, Liam walking in like what advice let's say that you know the big version of you at the, at the start of your you know your process comes in 
talks to you and opens up and says something to you, what, what are you going to say to them? Saying that I'm really struggling, I eat shit food, I do it all the time, I'm binging, blah, 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 blah. What are you going to say? First, the first thing I'd say is be kinder to yourself. Is, yeah. um, and don't bottle up. The, the quicker you get that stuff out, the quicker you can start to check. Ooh, try I that th- again. I think we've got that. <laughs> go into the, go into the mic. Uh, yeah, the, don't bottle it up. You know, be kind to yourself, you know, and talk to people. Um, because once you get that weight off your shoulders, you can go and start lifting some weights. Oh, good. You know, um, Slogan. Yeah, I like got it. it. Got it. Yeah, oh, that's good. for when I become a PT. Oh. Um, <laughs> never going to happen. Well, mate, you don't, you don't know that, do you? I mean, if we take, a, take May, for example, and, and you know, in the process she's gone I mean, through, it, it could happen. And that is a fantastic success story, yeah. you know, um, and, and it's incredibly inspirational. I do keep yeah, saying that. Yeah, really unbelievably. Do you know what? If you told me in like 2011, 2012 that I would be uh, a physique competitor and a PT, I would probably laugh at you and eat a cupcake. <laughs> if, you'd so, told me two you know. years, if you told me two years ago I was going to be in the gym three or four times a week, I'd have gone, yeah, of course, can I have another pint, please? Yeah. Exactly um, that. You know, um, so I think, and I think it does. It's, it's funny because I listened to the first podcast at the gym. And listening to that pushed me harder Good. whilst I was listening. Amazing. So I think when you find inspiration in other people, yourself, you, um, it does, it pushes. For reference, he's pointing to me. To there. you, Tom. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm really bad for this. Bear in mind, I've just come off a stint doing six months on the radio. <laughs> yeah. How has that happened? Um, but yeah, so really thank you for starting this. Because yeah. um, and and Adam and Rich, yeah. you know, because uh, this is gonna give a platform to people to come on, and it's you know, it's that it's okay to not be okay. Yeah, cool, thank and, you. And you know, and that's it. There's it's not out there. Yeah, you know, it's not. So, well, it is. It's just not out there enough. Yeah, you know, so, and, and more regularly. So yeah, thank you very much, mate. And uh, you know, I know you've been spreading the good word already, so I appreciate oh, your mate, support very fan. much. So big we do, um, mate. Same question for you then. So you know your larger version of you has walked in, what advice are you going to give them? Um, I think it would be pretty much similar to, to, to what you said. Just, you know, be, be kind to yourself. Don't, you know, all of that self-doubt and, you know, putting yourself down on day-to-day basis, you know. Um, it's more... I would probably turn around and say, do you know what? Don't concentrate so much on all the, you know, oh, I fucked up. It's all about concentrating on the green ticks along the way on, on the small successes those baby steps because those amount to the to the big ones because yeah. so yeah what i would probably say to myself is concentrate on the positively the negatives and you know you're gonna get there yeah. you know the goal will will come just keep pushing yeah repetitions no, key yeah as well, isn't it? yeah i think um it was rich said in our first podcast he bought a bike um, and you know he wanted to get out, and he was—I think he said like within the first mile, he was like 15 minutes. He was practically dead. He had to stop with loads of times. But what he said was he kept on pushing himself to do mm. it, to get back on, to get back mm. on. And he, you have got to have that drive. And you know, I know I've said before about when I was doing other PT sessions with other PTs, where I wasn't really feeling it. I, you know, I wasn't—I was often being like, "Oh yeah, my bad, my bad back's kicked in." And actually, it was because I just didn't want to do it. Um, it's different now. Like, mm. I, you know, the occasion was a lot earlier on today when I had my session with you, my arm felt a bit twingy and, you know, I, I, I sort of verbalised that now so that you're aware and you can yep. tailor make whatever yep. we're doing. Um, as it transpired, didn't need to because, you know, lifted, uh, you know, lifted. Legend. Uh, lifted lows. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually just, <laughs> is, it, is it 25 kilograms? That's all I've got at home. <laughs> but I do lots of them. But that's super. Oh, it is. It's Thanks, super. Liam. Oh, oh, yeah, great. Don't forget, I can edit this. I hope you don't. All no. Right. All <laughs> right, Mr. Fancy I'm not going to cut you out. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Yeah, discussing. Uh, we're discussing mental health, and live in the studio, we have bullying. Thank you. Awkward silence. Right. Um, and thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, thank you both ever so much. Um, no, thank you. For, for yeah. sharing you. your stories with us and coming to chat. And, you know, this isn't just about, about weight loss. It just happens today that we've got two um, candidates for that, you know, that story being uh, quite so prominent. Um, and I do really sincerely appreciate your sharing things that may be difficult, probably less so for you, May, because you're extremely black and white. But, you know, I know that in the past that, you know, you might have struggled with it. So, Thank you very much. And uh, 
I appreciate what you've done for me as well, um, which I probably don't say enough to you. I'll probably swear a lot at you when you're making me do some of the terrible things I have to do. It's um, fine. Abuse is fine as long as you get it done. <laughs> yeah. as, long, as, long as, as long as there's a high five at the end of it. No, there's yeah. not. The thing is, we're all doing it virtually at the moment. So, well, whatever. Um, and Liam, listen, mate, you know, you, you, you said earlier that, you know, you, you fell off a little bit and... You get back on it. I have no doubt about that at yeah, all. Yeah, I mean, so, that's, and you know that as well. Yeah, you know, um, I was back up, back on it. Yes, I was. Yeah, back in, I was in there yesterday. Not in there today. Back in there tomorrow. You know, well, and just know, dust you know, yourself off and start again. That's it. That's all you got to do, know isn't it? Yeah, I was just going to say, like, what's what's probably the most important out of all of that is the fact that you just don't stop. Yeah. You, you, you just pick yourself up and you just go in and as long as you get it done, you get it done. Yeah. No yeah. matter how long it takes you to get back there, you're still there. Movement, yeah, right? exactly. No, you're on it. All of our videos go onto our YouTube page, which is The Wedding Thinners. And we are on Instagram as well, so you can check us out on there as well with The Wedding Thinners. And we're on Facebook, so check us out on Facebook at The Wedding Thinners. Um, please do tell your friends, share the podcasts, leave reviews, subscribe, download. Because um, what we're really hoping for is that, you know, we can take this far and wide and we could try to encourage more more people to just chat. Yeah, you know, and yeah. literally just, just chat just shit, talk. really. And, you know, and, and to open it up and to normalise the idea of talking um, yeah. because it, it has worked for me. I know that Rich has felt exactly the same and by the sounds of what you're saying, Liam, and all the other people that have uh, you know shared their stories with us so far. So thanks very much. We've got May Kovacova, fantastic PT. How can people find out more about what you do, mate, if they wanted to get in touch? They can contact me via my social media, Facebook. Um, they can get to me through Revitalize, through Elliot. So yeah, just give us a shout, guys. We're getting, we'll put all those links up as well. Yeah. Uh, and Liam, don't stop your music, you know, because it, it does bring joy and absolute love for a lot of people. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, it's no problem. And thank you for performing again. I know you put your, I put you on the spot earlier. I'm so no, sorry. It's fine. Um, I also want to say a massive thank you to Adam, who's in the studio. Yay! There he is, doing all the technical, wonderful wizardry things. Uh, Beach Sound Studio. Um, is it Studios? There is an S. I just couldn't see it behind your chair. Um, check them out on Instagram. Uh, what an amazing uh, studio setup oh, we've got unreal. here uh, in in leafy, sunny Kent. So um, yeah, get in touch with Adam if you need anything recorded. You do. What do you do? Like you do videos. You do anything, don't you? T-shirts, t-shirts, stickers. Yeah, so basically 3D printing. I want a sticker. Yeah, I want a sticker. I want a t-shirt. Yeah, come on. I want a hoodie. <laughs> Where are they? You should have them as people walk in. <laughs> you can buy this. Yeah, you can buy this. Oh, there. Okay, beachsoundstudios.com. Go there. Buy merch. Thank you. Uh, the Wedding Thinners will be returning this time next week. Um, yeah, thanks very much for listening. Thank you, Liam. Thank you, May. See you soon. Cheers. Bye.